This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 30th. As we come off getting swept by the freaking Cubs, man. Swept by the Cubs. Season on the line. Heading into Chicago to face a 67-win Cubs team. And now they're a 70-win Cubs team. What the hell, man? What was that? Phillies lose 2-0. Zero offensive production uh, against you know people you've never heard of. Offense just doesn't show up. Disappointing job by the defense. Just a horrible job. Brandon Marsh, a big miss. Not paying attention to the game. Gene Segura walks to second when there's four balls on the scoreboard, but only three balls in the game. Pay attention to the game, Gene. You're literally in the game. I know when I'm watching a game at home, I know exactly how many balls and strikes there are because you know what? I'm freaking paying attention to what's happening in front of me. You're actually in the baseball game. I I just... I, like, the whole thing, the whole thing, this team doesn't want to go to the playoffs. They don't look like a playoff team. They're not playing like a playoff team. And, <laughs> of course, the freaking Marlins, shout out to the Marlins, who to thunk it, were Marlins fans in late September. Sure, saw that coming. Shout out to the Marlins. Avisel Garcia saves the night by hitting a grand slam in the eighth off the Brewers. The Marlins beat the Brewers 4-2. to two, so The Phillies, who deserve... To wake up this morning, not in the playoffs, get a reprieve. There's still a half game up on the Brewers, thanks to the Marlins. But, man, do they not deserve it right now. What a disappointing showing. What a, what a, again, I I just, I can't believe they're doing it again. I can't believe they're doing it again. I can't believe we're in the middle of this again. This team was four and a half games up on September 14th. Five and a half with the tiebreaker. We're like 19 games to play. <laughs> Come on. You have to be kidding me. They've lost 10 of 13. 
at the most important point of the season. And oh, by the way, three of them were against the Cubs. Oh, God, what a disappointing team this is. What a dis- Like, I want them to make the playoffs. But I'm getting to the point where it's almost like, do I even want them in the playoffs? I mean, I do, but it's like, man, they're really trying to suck every ounce of fun out of this, right? I mean, we've been waiting a decade, 11 years to get back to the playoffs. This should be special. It should be meaningful. And this team has sucked the the fun out of it, sucked the excitement. This group of losers has sucked the excitement out of this for all of us. Because they got to be a bunch of losers who can't show up in September who go to Chicago and get swept by the Cubs. I'm like speechless. I don't know what to say anymore with this team. Thank you, Marlins. I trust the Marlins to win a big game in September more than the Phillies. <laughs> a big game that they it's even big for them. It's big for us. The Marlins are a better September team than the Phillies for us. The Phillies have the second worst record in baseball in September over the last five years. Think about that. The last five years in September, the second worst record in the sport. And there's a team that's been at 80 wins, 80 wins, 82, 81, like 83. Like, what? How is it not the freaking Tigers or the Royals or the freaking Rockies or whatever? All these teams that lose 90, 100 games. How are they not the worst teams in September? Because we're that god awful in September. That's how embarrassing this team is in September. They're that bad. They, when the clock strikes September 1st, they become the freaking Royals. They become the freaking Tigers. They become the freaking Rangers, who, by the way, were 6-0 against them this year, or 4-0 against them this year. The, the, the freaking Cubs and the, the Rangers were 10-0. 10-0! 10-0 against the Phillies this year. The Rangers and the Cubs. Really? Really? The 70-win Cubs and the 66-win Rangers. Are 10 and 0 against the Phillies this year. 10 and 0. <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, like what a disappointment this team is. What a disappointment. And and the the, the wild thing is is that they could be in the playoffs a week from now. It's crazy to think about. I mean, they clearly don't deserve it right now at this moment, but they're right there in it. You know, they are they are a playoff team if the season ended today. But boy, don't they deserve it. And and again, they've sucked all the fun and life and excitement out of this. I mean, I was happy the Marlins won last night, but it almost felt like it wasn't fair. It almost felt like the Brewers should have won just to teach the freaking Phillies a lesson. Like, they don't deserve to make the playoffs this group right now. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Because all year long, you know, you've listened to the show. Like, this team has felt different. They've battled through adversity. They've found ways to win games that they shouldn't have. They've had big walk-off wins. They've had exciting moments. They lost Bryce Harper for two months and went like 12 games over 500. 
mean, they've battled. This team has fought. They've been worthy of being a playoff team for the majority of the season. For the majority of the season, we could look at this group and say, I'm proud of them. I'm proud. This will mean something to finally have the Phillies back playing playoff baseball. It's not like they just backed in. It's not like they just got in because they added a third wild card to baseball. They got in because they deserved it. They were the second wild card forever. They were like 17 games over 500 at one point. 18 games or whatever. They deserved it. And now in the span of two freaking weeks, they've torn it all down. In the span of two weeks, they have completely and totally ruined this season. They've ruined it. And look, if they go on a run to finish the season, let's say they win out. Let's say they win seven straight in the mixed playoffs. Yeah, you know what? Then we're feeling a little better. It's like exciting. Okay. All right, we're on a little roll here. But man, outside of that, like, you know, four and three down the stretch, five and two down the stretch, it's just, I just don't. I don't expect the taste of this to leave my mouth even if they make the playoffs. And that's a shame. It's a, sh- it's, 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 it's a tragedy. Not a real tragedy, but a sports tragedy. Because after as long as we've waited, after as long as we've waited, this should be special. This should be meaningful. This should be something where we're crying tears of joy when they clinch a playoff spot. We're probably going to be sitting at home watching a Brewers game when they clinch a playoff spot because the way this thing is going, I am sure they're going to clinch with the Brewers' loss and not a Phillies win because that's just how this thing feels, right? <laughs> it's just where this thing is headed. It's just what it feels like. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It really is a shame because um, you know we deserve better. We deserve better as Phillies fans, and and it doesn't look like we're getting it. Some things from yesterday I want to get into. Um, First and foremost, just my own personal thing, Um, but I tweeted uh, a while back, I think back in May, um, and I mentioned this on the High Ups pod yesterday, but um, I I just have to reiterate here that I tweeted that the Phillies are the most frustrating team in North American sports history to root for. And I get all these people chiming in with like, oh, no, you forgot. I'm a Falcons fan. <laughs> Falcons fan, check it in. <laughs> all that. It's like, it's, shut up. All right? Shut up. All of you, shut up. Mets fans, shut up. Jets fans, you've got a real case, shut up. Okay? Lions fans, maybe we could talk. Lions fans, you might be in our in our hemisphere. But again, no one in the history of North American sports ever has come close to the futility and the sadness of the Philadelphia Phillies. Look, it's not a a, a title we want to hold, but it's ours. And you're not taking it from us, all right? Like, we are the losingest team in North American sports history. Facts. The Phillies have made the playoffs 14 times in their history since 1883. 1883. 1883. Think about that. The Phillies have made the playoffs 14 times in 139 years. 
That means the Phillies make the playoffs an average of once a decade. (laughs) This Brewers team we're fighting with has made the playoffs four years in a row. Once a decade. 14 times in 130 whatever years. Like, come on. God, 139 years. I think it was like, come on. Come on. Enough. All right? None of this hogwash. There is no team more frustrating to root for in North American sports history than the Phillies. That is not an opinion. It's not a take. It's a fact. It is factual. It is backed up by evidence. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting to be the biggest losers. But but damn it, we are. <laughs> and, and, and no one can understand it. All right? So don't try and act like you can. We are alone in this. Phillies fans are a rare breed. We pull for a really horrible team our entire lives. And this year felt like it was going to be a little bit different. Just a little bit different. All right, I got to get to the Rob Thompson quote from yesterday just because, honestly, I mean, it might be one of the worst quotes I've ever heard a Philadelphia sports person say. This was prior to the game yesterday and kind of doubled down on after the game. But... um, Thompson's quote by the game, and I, I, this is not quite we don't, we don't. Not quite. But honestly, it's not not that far away. This is Rob Thompson's quote prior to the game yesterday. Again, remember, the Phillies lost two straight in Chicago, lost four straight overall, and had lost nine of 12 when this quote was asked. And again, their lead had shrunk from four and a half games to a half game, not including tiebreakers. This is the quote. When Rob Thompson was asked yesterday prior to the game on whether the Phillies feel a sense of urgency right now, here's what your Philadelphia Phillies manager said. Not any more than what's normal. I think they're pretty calm right now, having fun. Hopefully they're enjoying it. But we got to win some games. We know that. Just part of the gig. Are you kidding me? Really? Are you feeling a sense of urgency? Not any more than normal. Well, you should, Rob! Are you crazy? This is urgency! You have eight, if going into that court yesterday, you had eight games left in the season. You're a half freaking game up. After having a massive lead. Yeah, that's the definition of urgency time, buddy! Are you crazy? Like, I know you gotta be even killed for your players. No! Not now! What you're doing, bud, ain't working. Very clearly, the whole thing you're doing, it's not working. It's not working at all. Right now in this moment, it's failing. And you're losing your job because of it, buddy. Like, if they don't make the playoffs, you're gone. Like, way gone. And guess what? You should be. Sorry. That's why during the whole thing, when everyone's like, give Rob Thompson a contract now, and they couldn't, whatever, the rules and all that. But I kept saying, here's my deal with Rob Thompson. If they make the playoffs, I'm bringing him back. If they don't, I'm not. We're here. And honestly, even if they make it at this point, I'm still not definitely bringing Rob Thomas back. I, I mean, what a loser mentality that is. What a weak mentality that is. And look, uh, you know, Rob Thompson has been here for the collapses. You know, he was on Gabe's staff. He was on Girardi's staff. And it's happening again. And do I ultimately think Rob Thompson is responsible for the collapse? No. There's clearly something. The players, organizationally, I mean, honestly, if we really... 
dig down and really try and look at this from a very logical, pragmatic point of view and say, all right, here's the evidence. Since 1883, look at the Phillies and really the last decade and this and that and all that. And you put it all together and you say, all right, what's the most logical explanation for this? What is the thing that if you have to boil it down, you really spend time digging into this stuff and looking at the facts, looking at the figures, looking at the management, the way the team has been run and all that. And, you know, I think it's very clear. The most logical reason for all this is that we're cursed. It's the most logical thing I can think of. How is this possible? How? How could this keep happening? We're cursed. That's it. It's the only thing that makes sense. Rob Thompson, look, it seems like a wonderful guy. I like him. I like the job he's done most of the year. He's failing right now. He's failing. And this type of message to your locker room, to your clubhouse in this moment is, is a disaster. Hey, guys, go have fun. What? What? You're about to have the second worst collapse in the history of your franchise. And I hope they're having fun out there. What? Do you feel urgency? Not really. What? I think they're pretty calm right now. What? Crazy. An absolute insane quote from our manager prior to the game yesterday. Like an absolute all-time what the bleep is this guy talking about type of quote. A disaster. Honestly, I knew they were going to lose as soon as that quote came out. As soon as that quote came out, I was like, that'll do it. That'll do it. (sighs) Rob Thompson, um... Look, you know, fighting for his job here as he should be. Again, I would, uh, I would, I would get rid of him at this point. You know, if they can't turn this around, I definitely would. If they don't make the playoffs, I would, I did done. And this is a shame. Like I loved Rob Thompson. I was so in on Rob Thompson. We all were. We loved him. And and this this has got me to dislike Rob Thompson. That's how disappointing this last three week, two and a half, three weeks is. I mean, just a disastrous, disastrous message from the manager to his team, and really a shame. Um, that that's where this team is at, and this is the mentality of this team right now. Go and have fun. Don't don't feel urgency. Don't don't worry. No freaking panic. Panic. There should be panic in that clubhouse right now. You should not be going about your business and remain calm because guess what? That's not working. Like whatever the hell you're doing. It's not working. We just saw you drop three straight in Chicago to the Cubs to a vastly inferior baseball team that had Squata to play for. Whatever you're doing, change it. Flip a freaking table. And I'll be honest with you, I just had to edit out a curse because I just cursed when I said that. That's how mad I am. I said flip a freaking table. And we know that's not Thompson's style and that I'm not expecting him to actually do that, but like... Like, show some freaking chutzpah, man. Acknowledge the position you're in as a team and convey that to your players. You don't have to panic, but like, man, feel a sense of urgency and convey a sense of urgency. Let these guys know they're on the precipice of of one of the all-time collapses. Like, man up, toughen up, go out and win some freaking games. Like, where's the edge? Where's the freaking edge? This team is tight. This team is pressing. Like, whatever you're doing, it's not working. They, they're not having fun. They're not calm. They're a disaster. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the right approach is, but whatever the approach that's being used now is, it ain't it. Like, that's not the right approach. 
Like, at a certain point, when you're in the midst of something like this, you have to change things. It's like the whole, you know, heard a million times, the classic, you know, Joe Banner, the whole thing. But, you know, the de- the definition of insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting the same result. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's happening here. He's just saying, all right, well, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep steady. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. No, man. Your team's in the middle of an epic collapse. Do it different. Do everything. Di- like, whatever you're doing, change it up, man. You don't want these guys calm. You don't want these guys. Like, look, I- ideally, yes, you want them to have fun and, and be calm in the moment and all that. But, like, like, they're not is the point. Like, you're saying I want them to be. They're not. Like, they're not. Just watch them out there. They are not. So, like, at a certain point, you have to change what you're doing. You have to do something different. And Rob Thompson has not done that. It is just a a massive, massive disappointment, this team. As we head into, you know, the most important weekend of the season, there's only seven games left for the Phillies, six left for the Brewers. As we come down the stretch here, and, you know, I mean, again, thank God the Marlins are playing. Thank God the Brewers have to have a, a... Terrible loss to the Marlins. At least that someone else can feel our pain from the last few years, right? That's what it feels like. A massive game you need to win that you have in hand, and then the Marlins rip it from you. Thank you, Avisail Garcia, for letting someone else know our pain. You're welcome, Brewers fans. Welcome to our lives, all right? How have the playoffs been the last four years? We don't know you do, all right? Man, and honestly, again, like it's one of those things where I'm ecstatic that that the uh, – Marlins won last night, but I also am like, part of me is is like, you know, the Phillies deserved to to feel the pain of their loss more, and and obviously I don't want that. I want them to make the playoffs and all that, but like, you know, there is a part of me that w- when that happens, where you look at it and you're like, ah, I want them in the playoffs, but but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't deserve it. I don't feel excited about this, and that and that's the shame of it all. Like right now, I'm not excited about this team making the playoffs. I'm excited about this team's last six games, seven games, like. That sucks. That sucks. We should be losing our minds right now with excitement, with anticipation, looking at the Cardinals roster and looking at matchups and, ooh, how's the playoffs going to shake out? Who's game one? Who's game two? We should be getting excited right now. This should be over. The way the Brewers have played, the Phillies should be eight games up right now. That's the that's the wild thing about this collapse. Like if the Brewers just played halfway decent baseball, it wouldn't even matter anymore. The Brewers would be like three up by now. The Phillies are so lucky that the Brewers are the team that's chasing them. Look at the Padres. The Phillies were up on the Padres. What like earlier this month? They were what a game and a half up on the Padres. The Padres are like three and a half up on the Phillies now. Like that's over. And they've had a tougher schedule than anyone, but they're playing better baseball. Phillies are so incredibly lucky that the Brewers is the team they're chasing, or that's chasing them. They're so lucky. And even still, they're only a half game up. Brewers have six to play, three against Miami, three against Arizona, all at home tonight. It's Corbin Burns against Sandy Alcantara. That is a freaking massive game. A freaking monster of a game tonight. Alcantara, Sandy, buddy. Please. I know we've gotten you a few times. Can you go out and win that Cy Young tonight? I haven't even looked at Cy Young stuff. I don't even know who's in it anymore, but I know you were a front runner before. Go out 
Last chance. Go win the Cy Young tonight, Sandy. And they got Everett Cabrera tomorrow. You like that, too. You, they will see Gallon in Arizona or against Arizona. So it's really good. It's really good stuff. The Phillies need some help, sadly, because we can't count. The Phillies just win out. Um, so, you know, you pray that those good pitchers, because those are not great teams that the Brewers are facing, but there's some damn good pitchers in there. Now, granted, the Brewers are throwing last year's Cy Young winner on the Hill Knight and Gordon Burns, so... We'll see, but um, Phillies need to win games. That's what it comes down to. Seven left for the Phillies. Four in Washington, four in Houston. Eric Seisman, three in Houston. Uh, changes to the Washington series because of Hurricane Ian and the remnants of that. They had had to, uh, originally it was going to be uh, a Phillies game tonight, uh, Phillies-Nats tonight, then a doubleheader tomorrow, and then on Sunday they've changed it up. It will be a doubleheader today. So 105, Bailey Falter against Eric Fetty. Some of the Phillies have had good success against, thank God. And then the night game, Syndergaard against someone. Not sure yet who's going to be pitching for the Nationals. That's huge. And then tomorrow will be a 105-er tomorrow. So they will, instead of playing the, it was double header 105-705. They're just playing the 105. I guess the rain's coming more so Saturday night. So hopefully they can get all these games in because otherwise it's going to cause some real issues. And then uh, tomorrow, Kyle Gibson against Anibal Sanchez. And then Sunday, Zach Wheeler against Abbott. Massive, massive, massive start on Sunday for Wheeler. So obviously a huge, 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 huge weekend of baseball. As uh, Phillies will play four, the Brewers will play three. After that, it'll be three games left for everybody. The It'll be even up. There'll be no more half-game stuff. We'll know where we're at. It's going to be a massively important weekend against the team. The Phillies have, have dominated this year. They've only lost twice, too. They've been biggest four of the season by far. It starts with a doubleheader day, a big one. So please don't fail us, Phillies. Please don't fail us. Whatever happens, of course, we'll be back on Monday to react to the whole weekend what the brewers do what the phillies do the whole thing is going to be um it's 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 we're we're there this is it three more games next week and then playoffs or not we're going to find out whatever it is we'll be with you through all of it so until then have a wonderful weekend and thank you for listening to another edition of phillies day right here on the phillies 24 7 network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 